What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching you only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are talking about email deliverability, specifically when it comes to putting images in your emails. So for those of you who have already started with email marketing, perfect. This episode should make sense to you and be instantly applicable. And it should be some information you might be surprised to hear uh, based on what I typically see people doing out there. For those of you who haven't started email marketing yet, I do have a link to get a free trial to Active Campaign in the description. That is the email platform I recommend you get started on. And you can even you know, create the free account and just play around over there and just see if you like the platform. But generally speaking, that one is very easy to use. It is widely accepted by uh, a lot of other integrations that you might want to connect with. So when you are using email CRMs, as they're called, CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. If anyone ever says CRM, they're probably talking about your email platform, just where you uh, keep all of your customers as well as email them from. So the, the ones that are a little bit easier to use, Active Campaign, and then also the integration side of things, a lot of other platforms, whether you're using Shopify or Wix or you're using some kind of contest program, they generally integrate directly with Active Campaign. So it makes it easy uh, when, when you're really expanding your, your business's marketing and looking to do some more adventurous things with your marketing than some of these programs that you might uh, use at a later date usually do work with active campaign so go ahead and grab that from the description if you need to get started still otherwise let's go ahead and get into the main things that you need to know when it comes to putting images in your emails before i get into the three categories that we're going to be talking about today let me just go ahead and explain uh, how the email engagement or deliverability algorithm, if you will, works. Uh, and this is just as much as us as marketers can analyze. Of course, I'm not the person in charge over there, but I can just go off of my data, the data that other people are seeing, and just the general knowledge that we have as community. So the thing is, is that if it amplifies the email's engagement overall. If putting the image in there gets you a lot more clicks, it gets people to read your email and spend more time on the email and read to the very end of it, then those metrics matter more than just the fact that you have an image in there. Now, it's always talked about that you want to have a good ratio of image to text. And of course, this is again, just like a theory that has kind of uh, gotten less popular over time than it used to be, but this is a thing that email spam filters are looking for a few types of ratios in your emails. One of those ratios is the bold text to unbolded text. You can't have too much bolded text. You also don't want to have too many images to regular text, and you also don't want to have too many caps lock text compared to regular text. How much is too much? That's the part that who really knows, right? Just like on Instagram when we're trying to say how many likes do you need in order for hashtags to kick in, it's not really like that concrete of an answer. But just know that email platforms, just like almost every other social media platform nowadays, is becoming more reliant on the metrics that can't be fooled and less uh, about the metrics that are just like, oh, you can't have two images, that's bad, right? It's not as concrete like that. If you have two images 
and a bunch of people are, are liking it and you have a very good track record of email deliverability and engagement with these people in the past, then they're probably going to see it. Like someone who has liked all of your previous emails, like they've opened them, they've clicked them, they're probably going to see that email regardless of if there's a bunch of e uh, images in it or not. So ultimately your sender reputation with each individual person is going to matter the, the most, just like it, it is on Instagram or other social media platforms. If you can relate to this, when someone likes your post, they are more likely to see the next one. And if they don't like a bunch of them in a row, then they become less likely to see the next ones. Similarly on email, if they open it, click it, various actions like that, those all help them seeing the next one. So ultimately that will matter more than just having a certain image limit. But just because you can potentially have too much images uh, to image to text ratio, then I would just say like the, the simple answer for you is I would never use more than one image in an email and I would have your default as being trying to not even use Im any images at all. So I'm going to go over a couple situations here of when it actually has worked well for me. So here is an example for those of you watching on video where this email is actually doing really well as far as open rate as well as click through rate. And it is me doing an email about a YouTube video. So the YouTube video is about when you should hire a marketing agency. And I do about six lines of text, uh, you know, total, you know, a few, few different sentences, probably like six or seven different sentences of text before I go to the image where I try to get people to click and go watch the YouTube video. So a, a lot of times people would say, do like a, a lot more text and really provide plenty of value in the email itself. That makes total sense. When the main goal of the email is really just to drive clicks, then you don't want to put too much info, right? You want to have just enough info to make them want to click. And that is the optimal rate to, to optimizing click-through rate. So what I did here is I put a an overlay over the thumbnail of the YouTube video, which is just a black rectangle essentially with a, a low opacity so that it's transparent, but then I put like a white play button on it. So it just looks like if you would click on this image, it's going to play the video as it will. It will open up the YouTube video, but this is a lot more click friendly than if I just had the image. So when I do have an image, you do want to make it as click friendly as possible. So ways to do that apart from this is just have some kind of button on the on the image where it looks like the person can click on it and thus have a link that is actually tied to the image. So in this case, it just looks like a video that you could click play on. I could also do a snippet from the video, which would probably look even more believable, where it's like me about to talk and say something and then someone could click play. And it just makes it very enticing to click a lot more than if it didn't have this play button. If you're doing like some kind of offer, maybe you could put like a little button on it that says see offer, see offer details, learn more. Just something on the image that designates to the person that it is clickable is going to really help that click through rate. And ultimately, if your goal is to get sales from these emails, then the click-through rate of the email is the most important metric because you can't sell something directly from the email. You can't get a credit card there. So if you are selling, let's say, clothing, and you really wanted to represent your clothing in the email and you wanted to show people some of the, the new, the new uh, summer collection that you came out with, 
it's actually better not to have any images in the email at all and just say, just really describe your clothing as best as possible. If you said our new summer collection is here and it is the, the, uh, the collection that I am proudest to debut that we've ever come out with. We have nine new pieces that range from the, you know, light, light colors to neon to dark to everything in between we've got everything you're looking for and you just describe it as best as you can we have a new material that is super comfortable check it all out here you might think well don't you really need the image to make this email worth anything like if i'm trying to sell the clothing don't i have to show it well you do however they can't buy it from the email so the main goal is to get them to look at it on your website, not look at it in the email. So even in those cases, it's better to just describe it as best as you can and then make it so that it's more enticing for someone to say, hey, I, I need to figure out what these clothes look like. It sounds like this is like the coolest collection they've ever come out with. I better go check it out. And they can't check it out in the email itself. You don't want the, the looking and the browsing and the indicating of interest to happen in the email. You want the interest to be indicated with that click and really get people over to your website where a sale can actually be made. You don't want to be adding all of this extra value on there. Your, your goal with, uh, let me just break it down from the subject line. The goal of the subject line in your emails is to get them to open it. Nothing else. Not to give them too much info. It's just to entice them enough to open it. Then from there, your goal is to entice them enough to click, but not to give them so much info that they don't need to click, all right? And that's why, in most cases, doing no images will actually work the best, even for the click-through rate. But this is just one of those examples where I've seen the click-through rate is still pretty good, just making it look like a clickable image. Now, the next thing I was going to talk about is that if you do use text or, excuse me, an image in your email, you're going to want to fill out this alt text section. It might be called info in active campaign here. It's called info in a lot of other platforms. It's called alt text, which is the official name. But if you click on the, the image and then you go over to this info section, you're just going to want to describe what it is. So I'm going to put five questions to ask of course it's not going to let me actually edit right now all right i won't worry about it right now but uh just filling that in with text that describes the image right now i have just my name there so it's acceptable to put anything here as far as deliverability goes email systems want to see that you have at least marked your images with the alt text which is essentially just text describing what the image is that will improve your deliverability which i don't think i've mentioned yet is simply just your email's likelihood to wind up in the proper inbox all right not in the spam folder so just to make it in their inbox but uh it helps with deliverability when you put this alt text the other thing is for the visually impaired it makes it so they can still uh consume your email so you'll you'll want to put text here that's not just simple like this of me just putting my name but actually describe what the image is about for someone that is visually impaired going through the email and that helps your email deliverability overall so that's it for uh, putting images in your emails ultimately the answer is have a default of not putting them in here but if you are going to put them in here just do a 
maximum of one. Make sure that you put alt text in there and describe what the image is to help it get delivered. And the third thing is make sure it looks like a clickable image so that it still drives a lot of engagement overall. You can do like a play button or just something uh, of the sort that just looks like the image is clickable and that's going to help it do a lot better. That's all for today. If you're not already following me on Instagram, you may want to do so. There's some cool stuff going on over there at socialbamboo underscore. And I'm trying out some new uh, varieties on my reels to see if I can make some work without my face being part of it. So if you want to see some of my experimentation going on with some new styles of reels where uh, you might not have to be on camera, I know there's a lot of you out there who would really prefer that, then uh, go follow me at socialbamboo underscore and see how I experiment in this field and DM me if you have any questions. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you soon.